Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. My name is Matt Sin. I am here with my little brother Micah. Say hi, Micah. I, I haven't missed that. I haven't missed it at all. It's the WrestleMania edition. Just humor <sighs> Fine. me. Fine. Uh, night two of the show, you'll get you'll get to hear my hi, Micah. Okay. No. No. Hi, Micah. Hello. Let's get let's move on. We've got awesome. more people to awesome. here. We've got cool people here. We do have cool people here. Speaking of cool people, I'm here with my cousin Kyle. Would you, Hi. Would you like to say anything? Yes, there you go. Yes. I, Hi, Kyle. I'm, I'm alive. It's it's nice that you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. We found this urn laying around and we, you know, fiddled with my, it. My cousin who listens, my other cousin, uh, not Matt or Micah, listens to the show actually. And he texted me and wondered if I gotten fired because I haven't <laughs> been on the show in like a month. Is it Brian? Yes. Well, shout out to Brian. How's it going, Brian? What's up, Brian? It, and yeah, he, also, he, 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 sorry, uh, he had no faith in me that I could uh, maintain a job on this podcast. So he was like, so did Matt fire you or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, but no, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not fired. No, no. We also have a very special guest today, all the way from the United Kingdom in Grimsby, whose girlfriend still has not watched Monsters, Inc. Why are you calling me out like this? <laughs> We have missed, I'm going to do my best, my best non-offensive English, Northern English voice. Just don't Mr. try it. Mr. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty Rock. Is that, is that close? Oh, I will, I will take that all day. I will take Here's that the all thing. day. So if it anyone listened to our Indie Focus, and I think we recorded it, we might have talked off, off the recording, but I'm like, I can't say Scotty Rock in an American accent. I just have to say Scotty Rock and it's not the same name. Yeah, it's not as cool. <laughs> I agree. No, it's not nearly as cool. So I have to do my my best Northern England, which is way different than my best friend David, who is a proper Londoner. So very very different, and I can't do either voice correctly, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it's borderline like the accent there was borderline teetering on Scottish, but I will take that. <laughs> I will take that all day. That's the best. I think it was good. It's the best I can do. But it's I the best Southern Alabama British accent that there is. <laughs> That this means you got a solid Drew McIntyre impression there, Matt. There, okay, there we go. The, the the I can't I can't I don't even know what to say. Don't, don't even. I will say I had a uh, I had a friend from across the pond at one point, and uh, he did get a kick out of uh, like I mean by by a kick I mean he was laughing his butt off uh, when I was saying Birmingham instead of Birmingham. <laughs> But in Alabama, it is Birmingham. Well, that's why he was laughing at me. He was like, oh, you're from Alabama. Don't you have uh, Birmingham there? <laughs> like, I yeah. love that. I love that. So oh, he, he, he got a real kick out of it at my expense. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. It is the South, so the ham is the, the main <laughs> attraction of the, of the word there. Like the Southern ham. Mm. Mm. This is the best wrestling podcast no, we've ever no, done. We're back onto food, and it's just it's just tormenting. Like, <laughs> yeah, welcome to Food Life Radio. <laughs> Actually, that's something I would absolutely be down for. Just sitting here talking about food with you guys for ninety minutes. Yeah, I just get hungry. We'd have to stop halfway through for intermission. <laughs> What's with all the breaks? So we were eating. No, it's just, it's a spinoff. We just get a plate of food, and we all sit down and record and talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the listeners would love that. Yeah, listening to people chew for 90 minutes. Carol would love that. <laughs> mm. Non-video food reviews. Dollar and yogurts. <laughs> Scotty, I want to know, what is a famous-ish dish from your area of uh, England? 
Oh, a hundred percent. So I'm from uh, I'm from Grimsby, and mm-hmm. Grimsby was England's biggest uh, fish dock. Really? So, uh, we're a little seaside town that literally used to just supply fish to the rest of the country. So it's got to be fish and chips, like a proper good chips. old England chippy, battered cod, chips, salt and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That sounds amazing. When my wife and I visited, I don't like fish and chips in America because I'm, I'm not big on fried food. I like it, but it's not my favorite. But we had fish and chips in Scotland, actually. And it was some of the, it's, some of the, it's gigantic, first of all, flipping huge. It's not like the little rinky dink, you know, fish finger things we have here. And the chips were the fries, French fries for Americans, are just crispy and delicious. Oh, I just, it was so good. It was so good. I miss it. Honestly, it's like, pinnacle of anyone from round ears diet is is a good like you've got the best chippies in the area and like the worst ones in the area so you know for a fact that as soon as you start talking to someone about fish and chips like you can judge a person heavily on their go-to chippy (laughs) that's amazing that's great let's let's talk about wrestlemania (laughs) on this wrestling podcast do do we have to we so here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I think we all all need to admit here, none of us, of all four of us, have been avid WWE watchers over these last few months. And I, I've watched I will tell you tens guys, of minutes. Tens of minutes. I, I will tell you that I turned on Raw the last two weeks and Braun Strowman was on, so I just turned it off. And yeah. I just, and it's not even anything against Braun. It's the fact that he's in this horrible, horrible storyline with Shane. That's okay. We're not there yet. We're going to start because we got to start on something happy, right? WWE has some wonderful, amazing workers. And even though the buildup has been a little iffy, when you have the New Day and AJ Styles in the same ring, magic will happen. So we're going to start night one with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and Omos. O- Omos, I think is how he pronounces it. Um, and I'm also going to give you guys betting odds after we make the predictions. So, uh, Micah, if you will keep tally for me, and Kyle, I'm going to let you open. Predict for me New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, I mean, I think AJ and Omos have to win because – it's it's almost they can't have this giant come out here. Everybody's scared of him. Remember Matt Riddle? This is dates how you know how far back it's been since I've actually watched yeah. WWE. <laughs> but Matt Riddle was terrified of this man when he was going up against AJ. Like just the sight of him, you know, put him on the floor. So uh, if he goes in there for his first match and loses to the New Day, uh, won't be a good won't be a good look. So I think he's going to win in his debut. In some, um, it could be some in, in some nefarious fashion with uh, him and AJ being the heels, I guess. But yeah, I think it's got to be AJ and Omos. The okay. place that AJ is in the card is really interesting too. Scotty, go ahead and tell me. Uh, do you agree with Kyle or do you disagree? See, so just touching on sort of how out of touch I've been with WWE's main roster, I actually had to Google the WrestleMania match card, so I wasn't going to this podcast blind. <laughs> And I, I literally about about ten minutes ago googled what the match card was, 
Um, but yeah, some of it's absolutely mind-boggling. Like, why is that there? But uh, no, New Day versus AJ and Omos. Um, I'm going to have to go with New Day purely because I love them so much. Um, like, nothing makes me happier than the New Day. And at the minute, with me, like, as I say, all the bars and things in, in England are still shut. So I've been delivery driving and getting through a six hour delivery driving shift. All I've listened to is New Day podcast. Every year, oh, they're so good too, man. Let's just talk about the toy tournament for a minute, okay? How did Nerf guns not get in there? It, it, it boggles my mind. GI Joes weren't in there. Come on, man. They need to get their bracket right. <laughs> Doo Doo Dan. I blame Doo Doo Dan. If you don't want the New Day podcast, none of this makes sense. Okay, I, I yeah, I, I'm definitely far behind, so I don't. Yeah, listen, but, I'm the original uh, poop-related podcaster out here, so. <laughs> I think oh they my stole my gosh. gimmick. Whoever this mm. doo doo Dan is. <laughs> okay, let's let's pass on by doo doo Dan. What do you think, Micah? Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think <laughs> I think AJ and Omos are going to win, and I think it's going to be like that time that Braun Strowman won the tag team titles with that little kid. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to carry AJ Styles around on his shoulders, and uh, AJ will be like a child, and he's just not going to even get tagged in. And almost you're just going to run through the tag division because, as we know, Vince McMahon does not care about the tag team division. So I'm going with AJ Styles and Omos. That is wildly fair. And this one's really difficult for me just from a desire standpoint because I love the New Day. They're so good. AJ Styles is probably my favorite wrestler in the world. Um, it's very difficult to root against him. They've been pushing Omos for forever, right? Like, it's just so hard with WWE sometimes because have they really been pushing him or has he just been standing outside looking powerful but doing absolutely nothing? So, I don't know. I guess I'm going to pick AJ and Omos, but I I really don't know here. Like, I, I, which is good, right? I mean, that's what you want because a lot of times WWE is very predictable. Yeah. So, I think it's it's nice that, you know, I don't know, especially in one of the few matches that I'm really excited about. So either way, this match is going to be absolutely amazing. Give me more Kofi Kingston versus AJ Styles in the ring. Just all the times, hey, all the time on Austin Creed. Hey, I love Xavier Woods, but, you know, Kofi and AJ, that's who I'm most excited about. The numbers are really against me here, aren't they? I'm the only, I'm the only one that said New Day. <laughs> you might be the only one right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you might pick up one fair. of us here. <laughs> all right, all said the same thing. Nobody would win. So. Exactly. Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. And and they've definitely said this on WWE, but since we haven't been super following it, this is Cesaro's first singles match in WrestleMania history. Can you believe that? It's crazy. I mean, he had so many big moments, but they were all either with the bar yeah. or he had the, uh, the, where he put the big show over the top rope. Which, how does anybody get the big show over the top rope? I don't oh, know. yeah. yeah that's what they he's, say the, he's the Swiss Superman. Of course he can. There's yeah. nothing, there is if literally, if anybody can realistically, if anybody can realistically put Cesaro over, or uh, put Big Show over anything, it's Cesaro. <laughs> he could pick up Andre the Giant, as far as I'm concerned, and just talk Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this match, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Seth Rollins' current gimmick. I know Matthew hates Seth Rollins, but yeah. I think it's the best iteration of Seth Rollins we've gotten. Like, I strongly ever, agree. Ever, I really like it. He's like natural, 
like sleazy, like you want to hate him, but he's also entertaining. He's like a human meme. Um, <laughs> is he still running the? Uh, is he still running as the Monday Night Messiah? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. But it's, but it's not it's, really. He's went more into like the. Oh, he's like full in leaning into being a douchebag, basically. Yeah. Like he's he's basically taken uh, another a SmackDown superstar, a Logan Paul's gimmick. <laughs> and just taking that, he's wearing like these really like just straight up out there suits. Like he had a suit that was literally just flames. And I actually love that. About, he's talking about his drip and everything. It, it's it's really great. I like it. Um, I, once, I got a I got Guy Fieri uh, vibes yeah. from that <laughs> Hall of Fame suit he was wearing. Yeah, for real, Guy Fieri, whatever his name is. Yeah, it, it it's definitely for sure. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with Cesaro just because I really want him to win, but I think it could go either way. Scotty, go ahead. What you think? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say Cesaro purely because they've like they've built up this uh, the fact that it's his first ever singles WrestleMania moment, uh, and as I say, that man can literally do anything. Like it wouldn't surprise me if he'd if he'd like gone and climbed Everest before his match just as a pre workout. Like the man is insane. He really is like crazy strong. Um, you know man. he speaks like five languages too. Yeah, he's so smart. Like, I don't understand how he didn't get that much bigger of a push. And he seems super loyal. Like, I think he's legitimately happy where he is. It's because he has an accent. <laughs> That's, that is possible. Do you know who else uh, loves Cesaro almost as much as I do? Who? Day. They talk they about do. Cesaro. On, they, have, they have specific Cesaro appreciation day. So, again, <laughs> like, just because of the boys, like, Cesaro's got to take this. Yeah. I think everybody's a fan of him. Like pretty much anybody, like any worker in WWE says that like, it's a shame that he hasn't got more than what he's gotten. Like he's one of the best workers. He's like one of the most respected guys in the locker room. Like he definitely, I'm not a fan of like the, you deserve it chant, but he does deserve more than what he's getting. Yeah, he really does. 100%. Um, I'm going to pick Cesaro as well. I actually think he's going to win, and I think this will be some sort of a push, um, and I believe that he will move on to a bigger feud, whether or not that is with a heel victor um, in you know the Lashley-Drew McIntyre feud or whatever, but um, or excuse me, he's on SmackDown, isn't he? So of Roman or Edge, but I, I hope this is finally Cesaro's time, and even if not, Give the guy a singles WrestleMania win. He has to win here. It will not hurt Seth Rollins at all to lose. So please give me winner Cesaro. Go on, Kyle. Yeah, um, I think I'm just going to go with Cesaro just because I wanted to win too. Uh, yeah. I would not be surprised if Seth wins. I think everybody wants to see Cesaro win, but it's it's WWE, so you never know. Um, yeah, I'm just disappointed that – like. Tyler Black and Claudio, uh, what was his last name? Castanoli, I think. I, I can't pronounce it. Like, uh, I heard somebody talking about it earlier this week. Like, if, if you could imagine these two, like, 10 years ago, who were, like, the hottest guys in the indie scene and having great matches, like, you know, back even when they were, you know, before they got to WWE, if you heard they were going to have a WrestleMania match one day, like, you would just think it would be, like, for the championship and all this. And it's, it's literally because Seth Rollins – is tired of getting swung. <laughs> <laughs> that is the buildup. That's it? that's the story of the match. They're like, he's like, I don't want to get, I won't get swung again. 
<laughs> and he's already swung him, so they already blew that, you know, payoff. So Cesaro but, stated on on the uh, oral sessions podcast that he wants to swing Seth Rollins thirty seven times at WrestleMania. Yeah, he wants to break the record. So that's the the caveat of like, yes, he has swung him, but now at least he's going to go for the record. Interesting. Uh, which I didn't even know there was a record, but uh, I'm sure they're going to do something like that. And yeah, so I, I'm I'm going for Cesaro here. I, I hope he wins, but we'll see. All right. The most important match of the night, Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot versus Natalia and Tamina versus Billy Kay and Carmella in a tag team turmoil match. And the winners will wrestle Nia Jax and Santa Baszler in night two. I know I was joking around a little bit, and it's mostly because Nia Jax and Santa Baszler have basically beat all of these women already. So what are we even doing? But I'm going to go first, and I believe that it is time for Nia and Shayna to lose those titles. And the people, the ladies that have the best odds of doing it, after being jobbers for years, is the Riot Squad. They're the only team on this entire list that even is an actual team. So unless we do something where like Bailey and Charlotte randomly enter, I think your winners are Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Kyle? Have they announced Carmella and Billy? It is on this card on two different websites I'm looking at, so I believe so. Yeah, I, I know they've been teasing it because uh, Billy's handed Carmella her resume, uh, I think last week on SmackDown. Um so yeah, it's either officially announced or highly suggested that she, they're going to be part of it. Um, I could see them winning. <sighs> Honestly, like if, if I had to just guess and like, I mean, I would imagine WWE is just going to throw a dart at a board and pick somebody. Yeah. But I think they're going to go for like maybe the bigger match. And like you said, unless it's Charlotte or in Bailey or something like that, I think it's going to be, um, uh, I, I would probably guess like Naomi and Lana just because Lana's got a history with Nia and Shayna. She's probably the, who they view as like the bigger star out of everybody. I don't think they care about the riot squad. Don't think they care about Natalia Tamina. They Mandy and Dana have lost to them so many times on raw. Right. Uh, I, I just, I think they're just going to pick somebody and I think it's going to be Lana and Naomi. Okay. Scotty. Uh, you basically stole my answer for this. Uh, I think it's Whoops. it's definitely going to be uh, Riot Squad, purely because I, I'm 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 a big fan of tag team wrestling, and yeah. legitimate tag teams are very far and few between at the minute. It literally seems like everyone's just grabbed two random people and put them together and been like, "You're a team now. Deal with this." Right. Uh, and that's that's sure. what, like that's that's my issue with it. So I, I definitely feel like the Riot Squad. Plus, I have been rooting for Liv Morgan since I saw her Christina Aguilera inspired gear at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> like that that gear that that gear from Christina Aguilera's dirty video. Like that was pinnacle telly for me. I think I popped harder at her gear than I did the entire show. <laughs> That's amazing. It's really good. Yeah, I and Mike, I'm gonna let you make your prediction, obviously, but just real quick. Now that we've 
I think it's fair to say that WWE has thought of the women's tag titles as an afterthought, and then they just they just gave another set of women's tag titles to NXT. Like, and there's no teams there either. How awesome would it be to give it to like Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon and have these girls that are only on NXT also appear on Raw and SmackDown, build their brand, go back to NXT for six months to a year, and then debut again when people miss them. I mean, it's, is that, that seems like decent booking, right? I think that Triple H was just like, you know what? Screw it. Your, your tag team championships suck. I'm going to get my own. Right. Also, you said the uh, women's tag division is an afterthought. Pretty sure the entire tag division in the entire company. That is fair. Is I don't even know who have the raw tag team titles. The new day. Oh, the other one. Smackdown then. Oh, I don't I even forgot. know what the New Day is Ziggler on. and Rude, and I don't even think they have a match on the card currently. No, they're on SmackDown. Well, how is that when Ziggler was just uh, just teaming with Otis? That's Chad Gable. No, Ziggler I think he did team with Otis Friday, with though. Otis. Oh, really? I don't know. Who and guessed? it made no Ziggler sense. Ziggler and Otis. Remember last WrestleMania? Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, God. We remember it. <laughs> Micah, go ahead and uh, give us a prediction for this women's tag team titles. Do you need the teams again? Uh, no, it's, I think it's going to be Naomi and Lana because I don't think they're going to give it to an actual tag team because that's not what they do. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, it would be Riot Squad or, or Naomi and Lana, in my opinion, and they're not going to give it to an actual tag team because why would they? Okay. My favorite match on the card, and the one with clearly the best buildup, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. And, like, okay, so here's the buildup. Shane's like, man, sh- man, Braun, you're really stupid. And Braun's like, Braun! And that's the build-up. That's, that's the whole thing. Like, that's the whole thing. It, it's just been so ridiculously stupid. I know a lot of people have said, hey, this is for kids. And maybe, but it's just so cheesy, and it's like a little kid's show. Like, Shane McMahon came out with a report card from Braun Strowman, and it, like, had all Ds. Even in gym. I'm like, this is yeah. That's a that's a that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, Braun Strowman definitely got at least a B in gym. Yes, he did. Used to be fat, so <laughs> maybe. Uh, all right, Scotty Rourke, give us Shane and Braun. Who do you think's got it in a uh, steel cage match? By the way, that's that's the thing that that really threw me off. Like as I say, I I, I googled the match card, and seeing that it's a steel cage match, like I wish I wish I cared. I really right. do. Um, I am. Um, it's difficult because I don't care. Um, right. I'm just going to go Braun just because Braun is Braun. Right. <laughs> Micah? Uh, I don't think at this stage in his career, Shane should be going over anybody. Yeah. So I'm going to also go Braun. Uh, and I definitely agree with Scotty. I wish I cared because I really like cage matches, especially at WrestleMania. And Shane's definitely going to jump off of something. Um, yeah. But I, I don't care. What all. has Shane got left to prove, honestly? like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point, he's just out there to do something. Like, hmm. maybe he's trying to prove to his dad he's good enough to run the company and not give it to his son-in-law. I don't know. By jumping I, off I think maybe maybe, maybe he told maybe he told Vince if you if I can go out there and beat Braun in a shoot cage match can <laughs> I have the company? Maybe that's the story. I think Vince is behind the scenes just daring Shane to do dumb stuff, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, 
if you jump off this, then uh, maybe I'll give you the company. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a Vince McMahon thing to do. Mm. Uh, I, I don't even care. I couldn't care less. I'm going to pick Braun. I'm not going into it. Kyle? Yeah, Braun's going to win this. Uh, if Shane wins, I just don't know what to think anymore. Um, yeah, the whole storyline is Braun's dumb, according to Shane. Braun's like, no, I'm not. They're going to fight. Well, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Shane McMahon won his last steel cage match due to him being sweaty. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to, I'm sure there's going to be a what? bunch of run-ins yeah. and, uh, I mean, uh, who Elias and Jackson Riker have all been involved, but I mean, it's Braun Strowman, so he's going to kill everybody. He might just like rip the cage door or the whole wall down and just like walk out. Yeah. But yeah, he's winning. So, if he doesn't, he's, he's just a geek forever. Yeah. He's big show 2.0. So well, he is a geek. I mean, that's, that's reality. Um, so Shane McMahon wrestled the Miz in a, in a cage. Back when the Miz was babyface and Shane was beating up Miz's dad, and Shane won because he was trying to escape the cage, and Miz like held onto his shirt, and Shane was so sweaty that he slid out of his shirt and fell out, and that was the story. That was the well, actual well, story. Fairness, it wasn't uh, an accident. It wasn't a botch. Nope. It was what was planned. And was babyface Miz was somehow a bigger jobber than heel Miz ever was. It's insane. So I do not uh, yeah. get it. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just said that's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's really not. <laughs> so let's talk about um, something that I, I know a lot of times with celebrity involvement, we joke around. But Bad Bunny has really been taking this stuff seriously. He can really throw a good worked punch, man. And I legitimately think that Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest or Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison is going to be really good. So I, I'm going to go first this time, and I am actually going to pick Bad Bunny and Damian Priest to give Damian Priest the rub, because Miz doesn't need it and Morrison's not going to get it. Bad Bunny will have his WrestleMania moment, and I, I'm okay with it. Like, he's taking it seriously. He's there every single week. He's working out. He's working hard. I'm absolutely down with this. What do you think, Scotty? You bring up a really good point about... Um, the Miz doesn't need it and Morrison at this point isn't going to get it but yeah. I don't know I just it pains me inside to to side with Damien Priest and Bad Bunny so just for yeah. my own for my own peace of mind and for my own sort of sanity I'm going to have to say Morrison and Miz I mean I grew up like watching them as a tag team and um, like in, in sort of like the Miz early days <clears throat> when he had the shorts and the chick magnet shirt and the trilby. That well, was but, terrible. Oh, <laughs> terrible, but like you you, you wanted to hate him. And that, yes, exactly. That's, no, that's, he was great, but oh all man. All he's ever done, like he's yeah. all, all he's ever done is make you want to despise him. And I mean, I've always been a big, big John Morrison fan, but yeah, for my own sort of, uh, just for my own pride, I, I refuse to say. Damien Priest and Bad Bunny. Okay. Yeah. Kyle? Uh, I'm definitely going to say Damien Priest and Bad Bunny. Uh, they, I just can't see him, can't see him losing here. Uh, Bad Bunny's going to, you know, he's the star here. If they, they're having this, they put Priest in there for the rub as well. I just, I can't see Ms. Morrison beating him. Um, so yeah, Damien Priest and Bad Bunny. else, so... Yeah. Why would they win this match? Yeah. 
I mean, Miz won the championship, like, what, like, two months ago? Yeah, for, like, two weeks. And he was scared to fight anybody after that, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Miz is a geek. Morrison's a geek with him, because that's all they think they are. So, um, yeah. Don't see him winning. Micah? Uh, I'm definitely going with Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Uh, I think that everybody's been impressed by Bad Bunny's work ethic he's been putting in here lately. And honestly, I can't fault a celebrity coming in and actually putting in the work. We've seen it with Shaq. We saw it with Pat McAfee. And it's turned out great every time. Yeah. Uh, Every once in a while, there's a Mike Tyson. But, you know, we won't talk about that on this show. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going with the Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I think Damian Priest needs it. And I don't think Miz and Morrison need, I mean, anything at this point. So, worst celebrity cameo ever, Jeremy Piven with Summerfest. Is that it? Um, oh, probably. I don't know. I, I didn't watch that. <laughs> he came out and just promote SummerSlam, and he called it Summerfest. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that. Was that during the Raw GM era? Yes. He's okay. like, I don't remember who it was, but he's like, you're going to wrestle you at Summerfest. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> the whole crowd. It was so good. Are they changing so the name? Cena immediately corrected him. Yeah, he's like, SummerSlam. Yes, you mean SummerSlam. Yes. It was It was very good. Summerfest does just sound like a really sort of cheap, cheesy British <laughs> festival. Yeah, it sounds like a local carnival. Yeah. yeah. Like, you it's... know for a fact you're going to see girls in wellies and crop tops and bucket hats, but it's going <laughs> to be like the worst weekend of your life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, SmackDown Women's title, which I think is possible. I think this match is either opening or closing night one, 100%. Um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And I don't understand like how this can be so botched because these two ladies are absolutely incredible. Sasha Banks, I think you could make a strong case that Sasha Banks is the greatest women's wrestler in the world right now. And is one of the best wrestlers in the world, period. 100%. You can make that case. Bianca Belair is an absolute star. She has star written all over her. She is a true athlete, even though she went to Tennessee. Boo. And all they had to do with a storyline was say, I'm better than you. No, you're not. You're a rookie. Fine. But this whole thing has been so screwed up. I just can't put my finger on how or why this was booked this way. And they also did the whole, man, can these women get along in a tag team match? Of course not, because they're rivals. And then, like, two weeks later, they did the same thing with Asuka and Rhea. So I, and the same guy is booking both shows. Like, he knows it's happening. I just, ugh. We're going to pass that. Scotty Rourke, give me Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Who you got? I mean, just touching on that tag situation, it's literally like that meme where Mr. Bean's looking over and he's copying someone's homework. It's like, right? Raw, Raw have turned around and been like, hey, SmackDown, can I copy your homework? And SmackDown have been like, yeah, but don't do it word for word. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the thing is, both SmackDown and Raw are both Mr. Bean in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I it's just... great. Wrestling's oh. great, isn't it? It really, it really is. Um, so yeah, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. I, I think they're going to give it to Bianca. 
Like they, yeah. that, that girl has got a rocket strapped to her, and I do yeah. think she's going to go on to do great things. Sasha Banks, as you say, one of the current best wrestlers in the world, but I, I do think that they are going to run with Bianca. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go and, and say I'm also going to pick Bianca Belair. I think that she is the next star, and I think the reality is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think since Asuka, we haven't created a female star in on the main roster. Is that correct? I, I would agree. I think Bianca's the next one. I mean, they've they dropped the ball with Shayna Baszler, and if they don't like her, that's fine. I disagree with it, but whatever. But Bianca Belair is the next big female star. They would really have to royally screw this up for her not to be. And I... I I actually think that they're going to let it happen. I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. Micah? I'm torn. Because on the one hand, you have Sasha Banks, which is one of the biggest stars they have, uh, who's never really had a long title reign. This is her longest so far. On the other hand, you have a huge up-and-comer. It's it's a real toss-up for me. And just... Man, what do they do with Sasha if they they could they could easily they could easily have Bianca lose here and then win it in a few months, right? Yeah. But what do they do with Sasha if she loses? But on the other hand, a Bianca WrestleMania moment would be great. Yeah. WrestleMania is a perfect place to crown your new headliner, your new main eventer. But he, here's my here's my my thinking. So on the SmackDown before WrestleMania, I think they had five minutes, right? Okay. The, the Bianca and Sasha storyline had like five minutes, and it didn't really do anything. I think Sasha's going to retain. I'm just going off of that. I think they would have done more leading up to it. I mean, any, a good booker would do more leading up to it than they have if Bianca was going to take the crown. Okay. So I'm going with Sasha, and I think it's going to be dragged out a little bit longer. Okay. that's very. It sounds like WWE, so I can get behind that. Kyle? This one is kind of tough. I mean, I could see it going either way. Uh, the right move is to put Bianca over. Because I, I think you're right. I think she's a star. I think she's got star potential. Um, but, but we had this exact situation just a year ago with Rhea Ripley and yep. Charlotte. And which way did they go? And, you know, I would like to say... You know, obviously they saw it didn't really do anything for Rhea. If anything, it you know, it took the steam out of her engine. Uh, and, she, you know, she was relegated back to NXT, didn't really do anything. Now they're trying to make amends by bringing her up against Asuka. Uh, but it's WWE. They don't learn from their mistakes. And Sasha, which I, I just found out, is 0-5 at WrestleMania. So well, she has not... She has not won a match. Lost the tag titles. Yeah. She has not won a match at WrestleMania. I could see her being okay with, you know, losing here for Bianca, but like the way WWE is, I could see them looking at these last couple weeks where like the story has just been so botched and so dumb and they just have been losing easy tag matches. And I could see them being like, Oh, oh, Bianca's not over. She can't, she can't get over with all these losses. So, (laughs) 
we're going to just keep it on Sasha. And I'm right there with Micah. I can see them dragging this out. So the right move and the one I, I hope that they do is let Bianca win. But at the same time, I can see Sasha getting the win here. So I'm going to go with Sasha. Okay. Split down the middle, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Okay. WWE Universal title. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Kyle? Um, I, this one's kind of tough, too. Like, is, you know, they're, they're, they've got the whole, you know, um, what is their name? The Her Business. They, yeah. they got them all split up now. They've, like, killed that. Um, so people, what's ridiculous is that people are like actually upset at the idea of Drew winning this match, which he's supposed to be the babyface here, right? And if done correctly, uh, it probably wouldn't have done this way. But I think fans are so tired of like quick changes and di- things dying a, a death as quick as they are. A lot of people are defending Lashley because he's been so dominant and he's basically been a babyface. They don't want to see him lose because if he loses. It means the hurt business is dead. He, he all this build and him killing everybody was for nothing. And Drew's just he's just be he's basically built up to be, you know, to be fed to Drew, and people just don't see him that way for you know whatever reason. Um I'm gonna go with Drew just because I, I like Drew. I think he's guy, he needs to be the guy on the show. Um but yeah, I think it's a toss-up here too. So I'm gonna go with Drew, but it could be either way. Okay. Scotty? Uh, I'm going to completely agree. I think uh, now the now that the Hurt Business is dead, there's not really a lot of... Not point for Lashley to hold the title, but I don't think there's a lot of directions that they can go. Uh, and I thought Drew was a really strong champion. As you say, well, he's like the first person in years to legitimately beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, so I think that that just kind of factors into it, um, but yeah, I'm 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 going to go Drew just because they've killed off the hurt business in the past couple of weeks, and yeah. I don't know why. I think they could move with Lashley turning on MVP. I don't think he needs the belt, whereas I thought Drew was a really strong champion. Micah. Uh, I'm going with Drew. I think they're going to give him his WrestleMania moment. I think it's the whole reason they're having this match. I'm also going to pick Drew McIntyre, and I agree with you. I think that they believe Drew's moment was stolen last year, and the whole plan was to have him win it in front of a big crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though, man. It's just it's hard because everyone was so behind Drew, and I still think they are, but he's held the title for a year. You don't want to turn him into the next Roman Reigns. So I, that is my fear, but I'm still picking Drew. I think Drew will have, will pick up the win here. All right, ladies and germs, that's it for night one, right? I think so. I mean, I don't know the card. (laughs) (laughs) I have to Google the card. (laughs) Google says that's it for night one. Uh, Perfect. Thank you, Google. Ladies and germs, we're going to take a hey, quick ad card is subject to change, so we, we don't have for sure. Yeah. That is entirely it true. It might be Drew versus Goldberg. Also, to be fair, we are recording this before SmackDown. So it's entirely possible they could add more stuff. I doubt it. They better not add something one day before WrestleMania. 
but they could do the uh, the WrestleMania shakeup and just like switch the nights for no reason. Who knows? <laughs> if that's oh the case, God. just take the predictions from night one, run them over to night two. Just right? Do the <laughs> yeah. old switcheroo. That is the absolute plan. Like hey, if they do that, we'll just have to record another show, I guess. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Ladies and germs, we're going to take a quick ad break. We'll be right back after we pay these bills. Hi, I'm Betty Rose, the pinup punisher from Gothenburg, Sweden, and you are listening to Life Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for giving us that quick moment. We're on to night two of WrestleMania. Wrestle. Mania, that's how you say it in, in Alabama. Sports entertainment mania. Yes. I'm catch, surprised they haven't changed the name yet. Yeah. Let's talk about uh let's talk about Matt Riddle. Yes, it is his first name. It's a great first name. Versus Seamus. And Scotty, I know you're not Irish. I know it's not the same thing. But uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, just toss us toss us a bone here and predict uh Riddle and Seamus for us. They dropped his first name, haven't they? They did. Like, it's so stupid. And they draw like he comes out now and he kicks his feet up, and I don't even know if he has his flip flops anymore. And like pigeons come out or some crap. Did you see that? No. What? It's so stupid. It's so. Yeah, I'm stupid. pretty sure birds come out of his feet. I mean, <laughs> like uh, they do it all the time, though. Like they dropped uh, Cesaro down from Antonio Cesaro. It drives me insane. They took Adrian Neville and turned him into Neville, which I would argue is the nerdiest, like... Right? He just straight up Neville Neville Longbottom. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, exactly. And now they've done it to Riddle. Um, Yeah, that that entire thing just baffles me. Like, but uh, no, on on to the match anyway. Um, Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to say Riddle. Riddle's over. Yeah, purely because, like, as I say, I know I know they're uh, really behind him at the minute, and obviously Sheamus had the feud with Drew McIntyre and lost and kind of lost any kind of momentum that he had. So I think they'll job him to Riddle. I actually I think Sheamus is going to win for the exact same reason. I actually think that he had such a great feud against Drew McIntyre, I think the U.S. title is kind of his reward. So I yeah, actually think Sheamus is going to go over. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Those matches were awesome. They were really good. Like, it's hard to look at Raw and go, what what a great moment. But, man, those matches were great. And the, the Fastlane, I think it was, the Fastlane match was also really, really good. Because these guys have been working together since they were, what, 20? So they know yeah. each other really well. They're very good friends. It's, yes. Is great, and I, I think Sheamus is going to go over here. I kind of hope he does because, as much as I love Matt Riddle, this iteration of his character is really annoying and is getting old already. So, uh, Kyle, you love Matt Riddle. Tell us what you think. Well, I don't love WWE's Matt Riddle because <laughs> I'm not a big fan of birds coming out of your feet. But uh... it's so weird, man. So weird. When I first saw it, I saw like an edit with Taz talking over it, and I thought that the pigeons were a joke. But it's not. It's actual birds, like CGI birds, coming out when he kicks his feet up. It's the stupidest thing I've ever like. And okay, not the stupidest. Braun Strowman, his choo choo train as he is running around the ring, like that's the dumbest. But 
Come on. I just it blows my mind. Matt Riddle think, is so cool. I think they're just paying a tribute to uh the old Velvet Sky in TNA days and they were we're, re- we're really releasing the pigeons and yeah. the start of the <laughs> pigeon army. Matt Riddle's the leader. He's just a massive Velvet Sky fan. Oh my gosh. I would I would love to see Velvet Sky in WWE. That would if he great. gets on the apron and shakes his butt in front of the camera, I'm turning it <laughs> off. Uh I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I like Matt Riddle. He's he's a he's a really good worker. He could be really good, uh, but they Vince doesn't get him. He thinks he's funny apparently, but just doesn't understand him. So he just makes him do goofy stuff. Um, and he's a geek. So I'm I'm gonna pick Sheamus as well. I, I don't think. I mean, I, I hope he wins just because I, I want to see him be successful. But honestly, I don't know how much success he's gonna have in WWE. Just because I don't think Vince gets him. I don't think he – yeah, I, I just don't see it going. I mean, the other superstars are getting annoyed with this guy. So it, it, it tells you what you know what everybody else kind of thinks of him. So uh, I, I don't see him walking out of Mania with the belt. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with going with Sheamus here. Especially after that uh, – that inter- the segment he had with Asuka where he just forgot his lines and rode off. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, mm. Micah? There's definitely going to be at least one tidbit where RVD and Riddle get together at WrestleMania and they're both going to forget their lines and walk off. <laughs> I have no predictions for the match, but that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Riddle for no other reason other than the fact that I don't really think Sheamus is going to be carrying any belts right now. I just don't think that he's that at that point. But maybe I'm wrong. He's like 40, and Riddle is like, <laughs> you know, the younger of the two. So you know, WWE's going to go with the uh, the old horse. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I don't care. I'm going with Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> this match means nothing to me. Mm. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus whoever the winners of the tag team turmoil match are. Um, I'm going to stick with my prediction, and I'm going to go with the Riot Squad. I think they're going over. Um. Can we just let Shayna Baszler do her own thing, please? That's all that I want to say. Kyle? Uh, yeah, I think you're wrong. I think it's going to be Lana and Naomi who take the belts off of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what they're doing with Nia and Shayna. Uh, Reginald's with them now with Nia. I think he's going to get involved. He's going to screw them. Nia and Shayna are going to split. I mean, it happens to every tag team. They're not really like a tag team, tag team. But uh, I think somebody's going to finally, after months of killing everybody else and destroying the division, WWE's just going to say, all right, screw it. Let them lose. And uh, I think whoever, yeah, whoever wins this turmoil match is going to end up beating them. So. Okay. I, my, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Micah? I think Nia and Shayna are going to lose because I think that they're going to have a feud after this and uh, it's going to last for about six months. And no one's going to care. Yeah. My gosh. Scotty. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a real sucker for an underdog story. So uh, we, we said the Riot Squad before, like they've, they've done nothing but job for the past year and they've kind of been pushed to the side. So I really, really hope that they get the opportunity to to have a, like a WrestleMania moment and hold the belts up. Not only that, but I am sick of seeing Nia Jax on my telly 
Like, yeah, I am too. Down. You say it, it could lead to a, a Shayna Baszler Nia Jax feud. I really, really hope not. Right. <laughs> Surely it'll because, happen. I just, I just, I hope it leads to Nia Jack not being on my telly anymore. <laughs> yes. That's something that could cause world peace between all the nations. Uh, <laughs> something that we can all agree on, like just just watching her in the ring every time. Like, I just find I find myself getting frustrated with her because she's. I feel like she's capable of so much more than what she's delivering. And I know that's easy for me to say, like from like you know, sit, just sitting on my sofa and, and, and watching and stuff. But I, I genuinely, I just watching. It's just it just looks clumsy. Like every time Nia steps in the ring, I can all I see is how clumsy it it comes across. But Scotty, without Nia, we would have never had the my whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only good thing she's ever done. We also might still have Kyrie saying, but that's another story. Mm. Yes. Yeah. My gosh. Um, <laughs> world first Nigerian drum match. Hold Biggie on, versus. Yep. Yeah, yep. Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum match. What is a Nigerian drum match, you ask? No one knows. <laughs> that's that is that's that's the true that that is a true thing. It's also for the Intercontinental title. Uh Scotty, since you I am sure that you're very educated in Nigerian drums. Tell us <laughs> tell us who you think is gonna win this match. 100%. I mean Nigerian drum matches that's it's my it's my bread and butter. That's my forte. Yeah. A Nigerian, Nigerian drum drum match is it's similar to the Punjabi prison, but <laughs> it's drums. Hear me out. It's drums. Um, <laughs> no, I honestly hold on, hold on, hold on. Are they going to be fighting inside of a drum? A giant drum. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. The only way to win is to climb up top and then play the drum until your opponent's ears burst. It's a Nigerian drum on a pole match. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the first person to get a tune out of the drum wins. Oh my gosh! Um, I honestly, I have, I have no idea what they are gonna class as a Nigerian drum match. Uh, I hope it's. I think not- it's a street fight, if that helps at all. Like I think that's basically just a street fight with drums around the ring. That's better than what I expected. I, I, <laughs> They're just going to have like the Taker Druids out there beating on drums around the ring. <laughs> like it's like Lumberjacks or something, but they're just going to be playing drums the entire time. Um, so, okay, prediction. Uh, I'm, I think they, as much as it pains me to say, I think they're going to go with um, Apollo Crews. Yeah. Purely because there is so much they can do with this new gimmick, this new angle, and the the new character is really fresh. And I feel like it's something that we either have never seen before, or it's certainly something we've not seen for a very long, long time. Uh, yeah. I love Biggie. Like Biggie is the biggest bundle of joy, and makes me smile anytime I hear his voice. However, I do think there's more legs in this new Apollo Crews gimmick. Okay. Micah? Um, I think this should actually be a last name on a pole match, and then if Biggie wins, he should get his last name back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a better match. Uh, hmm. I, 
I didn't even know this was a thing. I knew that they were having a match. I didn't know it was a drum match. Big E has beat the crap out of them for like three or four matches too. What is a what? Didn't they have a, 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 a what's his face? The guy that sings that I don't like, Elias. Didn't they have a special match with him where they were like giant like upright basses and stuff around the, the ring? Yeah, I'm imagining it's just going to be that, but there's going to be like ceremonial drums and the people's heads are going to go through them. Is that? <laughs> it would be great if they had like drums throughout the ages, like they had like hi hats, where you could just like hit somebody over the head with a hi hat, which would possibly kill them. Uh. Yeah, um, I'm going with Biggie just because I like Biggie Langston. He's my dude. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't even know this was a thing, and I have feelings about it. But I'll save that until afterwards. I am going to predict Biggie. Um, he said that he wants to hold the title until next WrestleMania, and then cash in his Intercontinental title uh, to get a WWE Championship match. I don't believe that will happen. However, I think they're really high on Biggie. And I think he's going to have a really long reign. And I actually, I do understand what you're saying, Scotty, because I do think that Apollo Crews' new gimmick does have legs. But the reality is in WWE, that's happened before, and they've just cut those legs right on out from under them. So yeah. I, I think the Big E is going to take the take the win here. And uh, uh, Apollo Crews, I hope he doesn't, but I think he might be kind of faded off into obscurity, to be honest. It's one of those matches that I I will be genuinely happy either way. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just glad that Apollo Crews is getting his WrestleMania match. Like, he's wrestled Big E like three or four times already, like in the last two months. It's like, I don't really care about this match, but I'm so glad that Apollo Crews is getting a singles match at WrestleMania because he's so, so good. And I, I feel like he deserves it. Kyle? I think I know how this match came to be. Okay. I think somebody showed Vince Black Panther. <laughs> and uh, they, they had the fight scene with T'Challa and, you know, for the, the crown of Black Panther. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we got to do something like this. <laughs> well, get our two black fellows that we got. That's exactly. It's sad. <laughs> and, and get some like, drums. But the, here's the thing. Like, that's wildly racist, right? But you absolutely can see it happening. Like, you don't even want to think about it, but it's very likely how this match came about. Like you're you're not even kidding around. Man, like Vince is so just that was my thought. I wasn't gonna say it, but that's exactly what I thought, Kyle. Yeah. I uh, mean I, it, it listen. <laughs> I wouldn't hold it past Vince. I wouldn't at all. No, I for sure wouldn't. No, Vince went and watched Black Panther and he sat on his sofa and he's just going, This is such good shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, next we have... Actually, I didn't pick. Uh, oh, you didn't <laughs> pick. That's right. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, Big E's going to win. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rather with you. I think Apollo's a geek. Uh, he's better off with his gimmick that he's got going on, but they've done nothing with it. Like, he yeah. he finally has... I mean, listen, he got he got some steam when he was with Paul Heyman on Raw, which is the best he's been in his career. I actually liked him then. Yeah. Uh, but when Paul got demoted, they made him a jobber again. He couldn't even, he wasn't good enough to join the Hurt business. Uh, he was just back to being a geek. At least he's got something going for him with the character, but I, I just don't see him beating Biggie. I mean, they haven't, he hasn't done much of note. Like you said, he's been gotten the crap beat out of him and is just a whiner. So, yeah, I think Biggie's going to win, hands down. I genuinely uh, think that Biggie has the potential to be the guy. Like, sure. 
he has so much behind him. Like I, I do think that he has. Ev- there is every possibility that maybe give it a year, two years. Like I, I, I hope for a biggie main evented WrestleMania. I would absolutely love that. I, am I also predict that. that he is going to smash a drum over Apollo's head at some point in this match. Yes, absolutely. So bo- bonus points for me if I get that right. Okay. <laughs> um, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley is next. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go first. It's the same with Bianca, right? They have to give it to Rhea. But remember, last year, Becky Lynch defeated Shayna Baszler and Charlotte defeated Rhea Ripley. So are they going to right the ship and have Rhea and Bianca both win? And it's hard for me to believe that WWE is going to do that. I'm still going to pick Rhea, but we'll wait and see, right? Go ahead, yeah. Scotty. I'm going to go Rhea as well. Um, I Just everything about her screams that she, again, she could be I do think her and Bianca are the next women of WWE. I really yeah. do. Like, there's, there's, like, there's, there's just something about the pair of them. But uh, yeah, Rhea more specifically, I, I, I would say. Um, I also, I don't know where, where Asuka's concerned. I just don't think they've pushed it right in that okay. respect. I was. I was a big, big Asuka fan. And we're right. talking when, when she first came to the WWE, I was a big, big Asuka fan. Um, the undefeated streak was absolutely brilliant. And then she she was beaten and that put toe to that. And then she was pushed to the side for a while. And I just don't think she's ever fully recovered from that. Like she isn't what she was. So I'm going to go Rhea. Okay. And, like, I'll tell you, man, I understand what you're saying. I think, and I can't remember, but I think when we were doing our our 2020 um, WWE Superstar of the Year, if I didn't pick Asuka, I know that she was in the top of my list because she's so good, she's so entertaining, she carried these stupid shows that had no fans, and then with, like, the NXT wrestlers banging on the plexiglass, oh my gosh, that was awful. Like... She carried those shows, yeah. But it—it's difficult because she. It depends on the way people are booked, right? And she's almost been an afterthought, which is ridiculous. So I—I I don't know, Micah. On one hand, I think Oscar should carry it until Becky gets back, and Becky yeah. should take it back. On the other hand, you gotta right the wrong of last year. Rhea, Rhea Ripley losing was such a mistake yeah, last agreed. year at WrestleMania. If they know what they're doing, they'll have Rhea win. And I don't think they do know what they're doing, but I'm going to go with Rhea just because I want her to win. Okay. Kyle? Yeah, I think this is also one reason why I, I'm picking against Bianca because I think they're going... I don't see them making Rhea and Bianca the champions. I would like to see it, but... I think they're just probably going to go with Rhea here. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, she should have won last year against Charlotte. They they didn't pull the trigger for whatever reason. And they're basically writing their wrong here, even though she's a heel now and it's not going to be near as big as it should be. But uh, yeah, I think she's going to pick up the win here against Asuka. Okay. I'm there. 
Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, which, which, as far as I know, is just a regular wrestling match. They didn't even, they weren't even on Raw this past week. Like, the rumors were a Firefly Funhouse match, which I was super stoked for. But no, as far as I know, after being burned alive and spitting up tar and seeing your clone on television growl at you, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt is a regular wrestling match. There's no way. There's that's no way what, that happens. That's what it says. It may start out as a regular wrestling match, but it's turning Firefly Funhouse. It's got to be something, right? But there's there's live fans. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, live fans. Yeah, nope. Vince is not going to do it. Yeah. They're going to do more cockroach projections onto the ring. Yeah. It's going to suck. It's going to be a terrible match. Exactly what we want. Um, Go ahead and predict, Micah. Well, I thought it was going to be a Firefly Funhouse, so I thought nobody was going to win. That was going to be my prediction. Because last year, technically, nobody won. Yeah. Uh, I don't freaking know. I don't even care anymore, man. Gosh, he just ruined it for me, his whole match. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Bray, I guess, because he's the boogeyman now. Okay. I hope he's not the boogeyman. <laughs> he's the baby face, believe it or not. Yeah, whatever. I mean. Yeah, that face screams baby. That burnt, <laughs> melted clown mask. That they're the selling, burnt, by burnt, the way. Melted clown face baby. They're selling they're- replicas? Yeah, for seven hundred and fifty dollars. Where do I get mine? WWEshop.com? <laughs> you can just like buy the old one on clearance and melt it. <laughs> they took all the fiend masks that were like still not purchased and just burned them and put them back on the shelf. <laughs> I think it was an accident. I think there was a warehouse fire and they're trying to play it. <laughs> no, it's two hundred and fifty dollars, Matthew. Oh, it's That's only two fifty. Reasonable. Excuse me. It's Excuse so me. reasonable. Yes. Stay tuned for our live uh, webcam show where I'm wearing the fiend mask for the whole hour and a half that we record. Uh, oh. This is terrifying. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Well, that's enough of that. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, this is... Uh, I just want this whole thing to be over with. Uh, I mean, I briefly talked about it with you, Matt. Like, I, I, I like the fiend when they first brought him in and like Bray Wyatt. Uh, I mean, he didn't have the greatest matches, but um, character-wise, I liked it. Uh, he should have worked the match. The match is different, but at this point, I'm just tired of it. Uh, Randy, involved, I mean, the conversation got started because I sent Matt a picture of four four years ago was Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Yep. And now four years later, we're basically having the same exact match, except now he's burnt, and apparently it's just like a normal wrestling match. Um yeah, this feud is dumb. Uh, I mean, it's a waste of Alexa Bliss. Like she's just like there. She's she's not even wrestling or doing anything. Uh, Randy is the heel, I guess, and Alexa and and the Fiend are baby faces somehow. Like it's just, I I just cannot wait until they put this in front of the live crowd and they just get booed out of the building. Uh, <laughs> and I just hope they kill it right then and there. But nobody pick a winner. I'm going to go Nobody's with... Nobody's uh, booing anything because this is WWE's first back with fans. So no one's booing. Unless anything. this is the first match on night two, it's getting booed. I'm just predicting it now. That's my prediction. Okay. Uh, no, I think uh, I think the Fiend's got to win here. Um, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I don't know. To I don't really fair, care. To be fair, you said that Alexa's being wasted. She's putting out some of the best promo work of her career. She's doing a great job with the vignettes and stuff, in my opinion. Are you serious? 
I really I think she's doing a very good job with the character given. It's a terrible character, but I think she's doing a very good job with it. She's got some serious acting chops. I'm being dead serious. I I disagree. I I don't blame her at all. I'm I'm there with you. I think it's terrible, but I I don't I think it's impossible to make this good. Is my opinion. I think she's doing. She's good at what it, just whatever she does. Like she's, I agree with you. She she does do well with like speaking and things, but like I just think it's impossible to make this work, and I'm just over it. I think it could have been cool. Like I, I detail with Matt. Like I won't go into it all, but like. Like I think her and Bray could have been a cool thing, and like I'm not saying she got had to be like Harley Quinn like everybody else did, but like it could just been so more interesting, much much more interesting. And she's just been a child out there swinging and like wearing a wireless mic, and just takes me out of it. And I'm just oh, I'm just been, over it. She's also been like summoning demons and stuff. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, Scotty, what you think? See, I'm very disappointed. I just am. Um, I'm I'm very disappointed. Firefly Funhouse for me was the highlight of my WrestleMania last year. Yeah, agreed. So Bray Wyatt and John Cena doing what they did last year was absolutely incredible. Blew me away. I think I went back and I I watched it three or four times just yeah. because it was enjoyable, it was funny, like it was it was a throwback and it was something fresh and something different. So for them to not run with that this year i'm just disappointed and then this entire feud um like the man's been set on fire right the man has been set on fire and randy orton has been throwing up tar and tormented i mean alexa bliss nearly crushed him with the the light fixtures and she's been doing some like paranormal activity stuff around the ring and you know there's all this build around it and you know how we're going to finish this a standard wrestling match at wrestlemania yeah it honestly how that being said i'm going to go bray wyatt i'm going to go the fiend purely because randy orton in my opinion should be putting people over at this point like he's got nothing left he never ever will like he will always be like vince's baby yeah I think at this point, like Randy Orton gains nothing from beating the Fiend. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna pick Bray. Like, I don't really care, honestly, and like, I want to because I was all about this Bray Wyatt character, right? I absolutely love him, and I are loved, and I, I'm big on Randy Orton, man. I know a lot of people really hate on him. I think. He has done a good job building a solid career on not having to do much because he has a super cool finisher. He sells things very well with his facials. He just looks cool. I like Randy Orton. But I couldn't care less. And, like, I really want to care so much. Please, like, just don't screw it up and I'll care. It doesn't have to be amazing. It just has to be okay. And if there's two workers in the ring that I really want to see, I'm fine with it. But man, this build-up's just been dumb. It's lasted forever. I mean, this feud has been going on for six months. I don't care anymore. I'm picking imagine, Bray Wyatt. Imagine what they could have done with a Randy Orton version of what they did with John Cena last year. 
Yes. Like, oh my gosh. They could have played the whole youngest world champion. They could have played yeah. the evolution thing. They could have gone through his history with Edge and rated RKO. Yeah. Like so much like there's so much cool stuff that they could have done. That it definitely would have been a poopy bag for sure. <laughs> All the thing that, that may salvage this, if they go, you know what? This is the first show back in front of fans. We don't want anything on a TV screen. So the next pay-per-view, which as far as we know will not have fans, as far as we know, WrestleMania is a one-off for now. They do a Firefly Funhouse then. But then that means this feud's got to go for another month. Yeah, no one wants that. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, which is the match I'm looking forward to the most, with Logan Paul outside the ring for some reason, which is the person I'm looking forward to seeing the least. He's an idiot. Uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. I can't tell you how excited I am for this. Kevin Owens is jumping off of the boat. It's happening. He said he wanted to do it last year. He's doing it this year. Did you see the boat? Yes, it's amazing. He's going to (laughs) die. I hope he doesn't die. I am so excited for Kevin Owens to jump off this boat. I am looking forward to this match more than any other match except maybe the triple threat main event, which we're going to talk about next. Kevin Owens is going over here. Sami Zayn has got to release that documentary, man. So yes, Kevin Owens is definitely going over. Scotty, what do you think? See, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are two, in my opinion, two of the best workers of this generation. Absolutely. From working on the indie scenes together, like they're, they're, again, they they we spoke about Sheamus and Drew working together since they were in their twenties. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have probably been working each other longer. Yeah. Like back when it was like El Generico and Kenny Ste- um, Kevin Steen. Yeah. Like they are incredible, and the chemistry together is incredible, and we might have seen. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens a hundred times, but I would happily watch a hundred more. Same. They are so good. Um, the fact that Logan Paul's there just boils my blood. Yeah, same. Um, this is the one match I didn't want him in. I don't. I don't want him anywhere near wrestling at all. I mean, no, I, me either. But like, if he's got to be there, I don't want it here. No, a hundred percent. agree. Like it is going to be, I I, I will hold my hands up and I will say that this, this is potential to be match of the night. And I will sit here already without even watching it and give it five stars. Um, (laughs) (laughs) In my Meltzer armchair, I will give this five stars. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm going to go Kevin Owens over. I think his feud with Reigns was really good. And it proved that he deserves to be in a main event picture. Yeah. So I think they're going to continue to push Owens. Um, that and I like him. Yeah, I do too. He's a legitimately likable guy. He's one of the best workers of this generation. And the reality is they can't really decide if they want him to be a main eventer or not. Yeah. I, I just think, pull that trigger. I think Kevin Owens like on a mic especially and I don't want to bring him up because we're we're coming up 10 years since he left but I think Kevin Owens is the most entertaining guy on that roster since CM Punk yeah 
and I can't believe it's 2021 and we're talking about CM Punk at WrestleMania. Right. But, but Kevin Owens is the most entertaining man since Punk. Yeah. I can get behind that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Kevin Owens is what he's probably my favorite WWE guy going right now. Yeah. Like if there's anybody that is he was my match of the match of the show last year, other than the two cinematic matches versus Seth Rollins. It was fantastic. Um yeah, I know you didn't tell me to go, but I'm gonna go. No, go ahead, it's fine. I'm, I'm going with Kevin Owens as well. Uh because I feel like if you have I kinda agree with what you said. If you have Sami Zayn win now it doesn't really make sense for the whole documentary angle. Correct. So I am going with Kevin Owens. But okay. honestly, either way, I'm fine as long as Logan Paul doesn't win. Yes. Or just, Jake Paul, whichever one it is. It's Logan, and please just don't be part of it. Like, just stand there and Hey, be to be name. honest with you, the, the segments that Logan Paul's been a part of have been great because he's done nothing. It's been all Sami Zayn. I've specifically not watched them. Uh, I watched them, and they're, I mean, he doesn't do anything. Sami Zayn just riffs for like five minutes, and he stands there, which is the, the best way they can handle it. Okay. Kyle? I think we're all in agreement here. I think it's got to be Owens. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you guys have said it all. I think Owens deserves it. I think he um, uh, had a good program with, with Reigns, um, and he's getting to work with his best friend here. So uh, I think it'll be a win-win for him. Uh, Logan will do something. I think he will get involved in some way, but – yeah, I still see Owens picking up the win here. So I think we all agree. Triple threat, WWE title match, night two, main event, WrestleMania. Roman Reigns versus your Royal Rumble winner, Edge, versus Daniel Bryan. Micah. So I would have been super stoked for this match if they wouldn't have ruined Edge leading up to it. Uh, turning Edge heel was super dumb for a super dumb reason. Uh, they turned him heel because he's old. That was the whole reason. I don't get it. They didn't. They didn't want neither one of them to get cheered. I guess because they they didn't want Reigns to get cheered since he's a heel now. So so stupid and backwards. They, how can you be so jaded and be the the biggest wrestling company in the world? I don't, I don't get it. I think Edge is going to pin Daniel Bryan, but I, I don't care if he wins at this point. Like turning him heel was such a mistake. This is ten years to the day since the man was forced into retirement, came back, won the Royal Rumble, and you decide to turn him heel leading into the main event of WrestleMania against your best heel in many, many years. It's so stupid, but I do think Edge is going to win. Okay. Scotty? I think we should just we should take a moment to appreciate the fact that, I, that the entire world never thought this was going to happen. Right. Ten years ago, Edge was told he will never wrestle again. A few years later, Daniel Bryan is told he will never wrestle again. And then a year or so later, Roman Reigns obviously goes through a cancer treatment for leukemia. Yeah. Now the three men are all together fighting fit, all of them arguably in the best shape, the best condition anyone has ever seen them. 
in the main event of WrestleMania. And I think that, for me, is the emotion behind wrestling. Like, that that is the reason I care about this match. That is the reason I'm invested, just because there's so much heart and there's so much passion that has gone into all three superstars, not only building them as characters, but in their personal lives. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a genuine wrestling miracle. And I think it's a, it's a very smart thing that they've done. Um, I agree. Turning edge heel, uh, this close to mania was a mistake. Um, and I've loved Roman Reigns as a heel. I've, I've honestly, I've never enjoyed Roman Reigns as much. Like it, it's been, it's been incredible. I think one of my favourite Reigns matches as, as of recent was, uh, was he against, was, it, was he against Jimmy or Jay in Jay, the NFL? so good. Honestly, that that match was incredible. So Roman Reigns as a heel is great TV. Yeah. And I don't know why it's taken them this long to to realise that. Uh, but um, I'm going to go with Edge. I'm going to go with Edge purely because it's 10 years since he was told he'll never, ever wrestle again. It's a decade. That and, as we've discussed before, Matt, Edge is one of my all-time favourite wrestlers. Yeah. Kyle? Uh... You know, Scotty, that's that's like a really good way to think about it too. Like, I, I honestly hadn't thought of it that way. With you know all of, you know Brian, Roman, and Edge having all their issues. I mean, we we know about Edge because he's, you know, he's just recently come back, and but we've you know I think a lot of people do tend to forget about Brian and and Reigns recently being out too. So it, it is a miracle that all these guys are in the ring, and I mean, they're. Obviously, like if you had to bet on who's going to have the match of the night, like this has got to be near the top of like who who has the potential to have match of the night. And with these three guys in there, like I just can't see it being a bad match. Um, so it's got potential to be match of of the whole weekend. Um, so I'm I am looking forward to it to see what they do. Story wise, it is odd that Edge is just like, you know, he was such a huge player. Go, I mean not only at last mania and, you know, the last Royal Rumble, but then this year's Royal Rumble as well. He was, you know, huge. So for him to be heel going into this match, it doesn't really make any sense at all. I think the reason they did it, it's a dumb reason, but I think the reason they did it is because they didn't want to end. They, they didn't want to have babyface edge going in there and having him lose to Roman Reigns, the heel. So their solution was, well, Brian will do it. So we'll, we'll, we'll make Edge heel so the fans don't like him. So when he loses, they won't be disappointed. Uh, but they won't be disappointed that Brian loses. So I think that's the reason they did it. I think Roman's winning here. Uh, I think he's going to stay the head of the table coming out of this and uh, go into the next year or the next wrestling year after Mania is still the champion. And I think... Something down the line with Jimmy and Jay may may be the what leads to a downfall, but I think it doesn't happen here. I think Edge is going to be the heel, Brian's going to be be the babyface that Roman pins, and Roman's going to walk out as champion. This is a scenario where you could make an argument for 
any of the three guys, and I'd go, of course, why wouldn't this person win? This is so perfect. But you have to think of it as an audience of one. And the person that's booking this is one Vince McMahon. If he does not want to see a babyface edge because he's too old, I don't think he's going to let him win the title. I don't. And when you look at Roman Reigns, you look at, like, let's say Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Man, that Planet's Champion gimmick still had plenty of tread in those tires. But it was just Kofi's time. And I think this Sunday at WrestleMania Night 2, we will see our final ever Daniel Bryan WWE Championship reign. I really do. I think he's going to make Edge tap out. I think he will continue to feud with Roman Reigns. I think, and I think the giveaway is Daniel Bryan making Roman tap at Fastlane. I think that is really what has convinced me that he is going to be the one walking away with the WWE title. I just do. I could be wrong. Again, I think there is a decent chance that any of these three guys can win. But I'm picking Daniel Bryan. I think that's it. That's all of WrestleMania, right? As far yeah. as we know. <laughs> they could they could have had like four or five matches on Friday. We've still got to have the surprise Bailey match. Which I think, yeah. gonna, I think we're going to have a surprise Bailey match. I don't know what it's going to be. But she is pushing way too hard on social media. The fact that she does not have a match. Yeah. For her to not get something. I mean, uh, Becky, Becky could come back and challenge her. Who knows? I don't think, I don't think she's so. ready, but maybe. Can you imagine the pop for that, though? Yeah. Just surprise Becky match. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go over some betting odds real quick. I'm not going to give you the actual odds because that would take forever. But Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are way favored over Miz and Morrison. Drew McIntyre is slightly favored over Lashley. Braun Strowman is heavily favored over Shane. Cesaro is moderately favored over Seth Rollins, which I think is really interesting. Uh, Bianca Belair is decently favored over Sasha. AJ Styles and Omos is decently favored over The New Day. Rhea Ripley, same over Asuka. Apollo Crews is very, very slightly favored over Big E. Um, Kevin Owens is favored over Sammy. The Fiend is wildly favored over Randy Orton. Matt Riddle is slightly favored over Sheamus. And in Roman Reigns Edge versus Daniel Bryan, no matter what bet you make, you make money on it. So basically the way betting works is if, like, say, for example, Matt Riddle, every $1.60 you put down because he's favored, you win a dollar. Well, Edge is favored, but every dollar you put down, you can win a buck fifteen. So really, really interesting. All three of them are very close, though. So it's, it's really interesting. And Vegas is not always right. So we'll see. We I will still, see. I still don't get how you bet on a worked match. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, they me. bet on Star Wars. You can bet on what number the Dow is going to end on. You can bet on the next Pope. You can bet on anything. Have you thought about um, maybe admitting you have a problem? <laughs> so a little bit of trivia going back to night one. Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon is the second steel cage ever in WrestleMania history, no. what's the only? What's the, yep? What's the only other match? I literally saw this like three days ago, but I don't remember. So what and was I, the question again? 
There's only been one other cage match in WrestleMania history. Shane and Braun will be number two. What was the first one? Uh, was it Owens and Shane? Was that, that was Hell in the Cell. No, it was yeah. like it was it. like Hulk Hogan versus somebody. It's like, it was old. I was going to say, are we, I think we're talking like WWF, aren't we? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was, was it Hogan was and it? Boss Man. It's Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania uh-huh. 2. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It was the, like the blue cage. Yes, it was. Yeah. I knew it was like super old, but I didn't remember exactly who it was. It's crazy, right? I've and then they bring in a, a red hell on a cell. Games 2. What now? I've played the road to WrestleMania on WWE games as well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So that's how are awesome. they going to have the cage set up for WrestleMania, I wonder, an outside venue? I have absolutely no idea. Maybe they'll, they, you know, they lower cages in in WWE venues, but on indie shows, you you put them up generally like one side at a time. Is that right, Scotty? Oh, I can tell you from experience that is when your intermission is, and if you don't yeah. have an intermission there, it's going to be one. You can have a second yeah. intermission. <laughs> yeah, I saw one that was the main event, and it took them probably fifteen minutes just to get everything set up. Fifteen. I mean, that's the main event. That seems I, fast. That seems too fast, honestly. Yeah. I remember I, uh, I worked a show in, in the UK and the main event was a steel cage. So you had three matches, an interval, two matches, and then time to set up the steel cage. And they had to invent a second raffle for people setting up the steel cage. So <laughs> like, they have a raffle at the intermission, but that had already been and gone. So they had to create a second raffle to keep people there whilst they set up that cage for 45 minutes. That is way too long. So that's 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 my main event for WrestleMania, just watching the watching how many I'm gonna count how many ring crew they have around the ring setting up this cage. Oh my gosh. Alright, so let's do a couple more predictions now that the prediction show is kind of over. I want to know what you think will be the match of the night. And I'll go first, just in case you guys need to pull the card back up. Um, match of the weekend, excuse me. I think there are going to be a lot of wonderful in-ring performances, minus Shane and Braun. Um, but match of the night has got to be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, right? Like, these guys have wrestled together so many times. They know each other so well. They absolutely are going to be planning these ridiculous spots. My only concern is Vince is going to throw Logan Paul into something stupid, and it's going to ruin it. That's my only fear. But Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they just, they have to take it. Like, they have to. So, uh, Kyle, go ahead and give me your prediction. Um, just for the sake of being different. Uh, well, I kind of said it in the uh, the review po- portion. Um, I think it could easily be Edge, Brian, and uh, Roman. I, I see them could putting on a great match. Uh, they're not going to have a bad match, I'll tell you that. So, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for them. Okay, cool. Scotty? I've said Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn could be match of the night, no matter how many times you watch it, no matter where you are in the world. But for the sake of, again, being different, I'm going to say that we aren't paying enough attention to Big E and Apollo Crews. That is very likely. I think that could be pulled out of the bag. Obviously, none of us know what this uh, African drum match is. So I think they could do 
they could, they, it could go one of two ways. They could do something really dumb, or they could do something that would blow us away. Yeah, I think that is very, very likely. Micah? Uh, my first instinct is Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, but since you already picked that one, I'm going to go with Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Oh, yes! Yeah, that is a good shout. Be, I think it's going to be like a it. good match. I think it's going to be a regular match. Like, it's not going to have any gimmicks or anything as far as I, I I would imagine. But I think as far as a solid wrestling match, I think it's going to be the the most solid match probably of, of both nights. Okay. All right. Worst match of the night. Micah, go ahead. Uh, Nia Jax is in a match, so that one. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty? Uh, I'm going to... This is This is purely... What's the opposite of fantasy booking? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Horror movie booking? <laughs> <laughs> horror booking, yeah. So Natalia and Tamina win and go on to face Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Oh, so gosh. I think, I think Natalia and Tamina versus Shayna and Nia would be worst match of the weekend. Ugh. Kyle? Uh, I actually think it's going to be the tag team turmoil match. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's just going to be, yeah, just horrendous. At least Shayna can you know make the especially if they kill the other two girls that are in there or something, uh, can make it entertaining. Uh, so you know, d- despite Nia being involved, I think Shayna could do something with with their match. But I don't know who's saving that tag team turmoil match. So <laughs> that's that's my vote. That's fair. Um, Close I'm second go- being Orton and Fiend. I'm going with Braun and Shane, and I'm super biased because I absolutely despise Braun, Sh- Braun Strowman. Um, hopefully, he doesn't get the stupid train noise inside the steel cage. Um, and it's hard because I know Shane's going to jump off the top of the cage and I'm be like, "This is amazing! How could I ever have predicted this?" But like, I'm so tired of Shane McMahon. I'm so tired of Braun Strowman, and this very well. And I'm not exaggerating, guys. This might be my least favorite build to any WrestleMania match that I can ever remember. It is so, so bad. Wasn't the Edge versus Booker T with like the Japanese commercial, wasn't that at WrestleMania? That was brilliant. That yeah. Was, that was so, it's, it's great now, but back in the, like, when you're watching it live, you're like, why are they wrestling over this stupid Japanese commercial? So like, I just, oh, I hate it. Braun and Shane is going to be the worst match of the night. So there you go. Good chance. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been our WrestleMania preview show. Thank you very much to Mr. Scotty Rourke for coming on and and hanging out with us for this last hour and a half or so. Thank you very much for having me back. It's been a pleasure. I'm very glad to be able to chat with you again. It's been a lot of fun. Tell us how we can find you on social media. You can find me on social media. I am on Twitter, just at Scotty Rourke. So Rourke, spelled R-A-W-K. And on Instagram, Rock and Wrestling. Again, R-A-W-K-N Wrestling. And tell us a little bit about your band as well and tell us how we can find you. Yeah, so uh, my band are doing some pretty special things. Um, obviously, in the past year, we've been in lockdown, but we've managed to, uh, through, the, through the wonder of the world that is the internet, put some stuff together. We, uh, we actually released our first ever single a year ago tomorrow so on the 10th of april is uh, our baby's birthday that's awesome and we are currently writing um our first ep 
so that's pretty expert that's pretty uh exciting stuff that's really cool man uh yeah so you can find my band orphan spelt with a v so it's o-r-p-h-v-n we are orphan band on all social media that's awesome that's really great kyle how can we find you uh on our facebook page from time to time but also on instagram at kyle.poly mm-hmm. and i'm on instagram and facebook no i'm not i'm on instagram and twitter at Wrestle Life Matt, and you can find us all at Wrestle Life Radio on Facebook and Instagram, and at Wrestle Life Pod on Twitter. Special thanks to Mr. Scotty Rock. Okay, that's the only way I can say it now. <laughs> I won't blame you if you never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Scotty for hanging out with us. I hope you all enjoy WrestleMania, as I know we will. I hope that uh, I hope that crowd's hot. It's gonna be the first WWE crowd back. Really exciting, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you all have an absolutely wonderful day.